Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I am Quinn, your keeper of monster and mysteries. With me today are Hannah. Hi, I'm Hannah, and I play JR the Crooked. Tio. Hi there, I'm Tio, and I play Constance the Expert. And Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Alvin the Monstrous. We have completed our third mystery. Woo! Congratulations, hunters. Yay! Once more, you Still survived. Alive. Still alive. This time with the aid of your enigmatic, sometimes ally, Chief Stoney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's everyone feeling? Not great. <laughs> Pretty good, actually, all things considered. Yeah, I think the adrenaline has probably kicked in and Constance feels nothing but the exhilaration of a battle won. I got a little extra beef jerky. Can I have some of that? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's healing properties. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what did you all think of our Ur spider as Kyle does? It's very it? scary. It's very scary. Fuck that spider. Number one. Number two, <laughs> I definitely would like to, if it's possible, do more investigation because I feel like we didn't. We got a lot of information about how to hurt it. We didn't get a ton about like where it came from or what it was. And so I feel like there's a lot of loose threads, perhaps loose spider webs that need following up on. Nope, nope. Hey, it didn't you know work. Loose uh, webs. Uh, I just can't. Attic. You know, I care about you as a friend, and for that reason, I can't give you that one. <laughs> I know. Loose webs. Look, look, I'm just trying. Webbing They're, around. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Pretty sure Constance is going to have nightmares for years uh, and will never camp again just out of the fear of spiders and probably doesn't sleep with her cell phone in her room anymore. That's that's not going to happen. I mean, that's just good advice. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. The earth spider changed us for the better. Yeah. Did it? Well. (laughs) Silver linings? Did it? I don't know if the three of you remember this, but Hannah, at one point you called Read Receipts the real monster. (laughs) That's where I got the idea for this. (laughs) (laughs) We got to watch our mouths. Yeah, careful what we put out into the universe. No, what did I say is the real monster? (laughs) Now everyone's going to go back and think of all the real monsters. Um, I think you're right, Hannah. There's a lot we don't know about where the spider came from and kind of what it's made up of. But I also have a hunch that it's tied in. There's like a bigger picture thing that I don't think we shouldn't be too hard on ourselves because I I feel like that may have been out of our reach at this point. Just kind of log it away in Mm -hmm. the old memory files somewhere. We've learned a lot from that little imagery we had after it died. The Marvel wizard circles. Yeah, yeah, the Marvel Wizard Circle is a good way of describing it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, not at all something Benedict that's been straight Sorry, large. not Marvel. Right. The Ostruck Sorcerer <laughs> Circle. The real monster is copyright. Benedict Cumberbatch's Special Holes. <laughs> the oh. weird PhD circles of uh, teleportation. Yes, there we go. What was the biggest surprise for you all throughout this arc? I mean, you warned us beforehand. You were like, so this thing could kill you. And we were like, yeah, sure, it could kill us. And then you weren't fucking kidding. Uh, (laughs) So that was a bit of a, oh, no, Quinn. I mean, not that I I doubted you, but I did doubt you a little bit. And I don't anymore. Listeners, I did warn them. (laughs) You did. And more than once. Quinn wouldn't hurt us. We trusted you. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, um, I mean, now that we haven't had consequences for our actions before, you know, particularly JR seems to have a lot of consequences (laughs) for her actions. Um, But it really felt like there were significant and real consequences for fuck-ups and bad roles and even good roles were still not enough to protect us fully from, you know, a giant, invisible, Hummer-sized spider, which, honestly, Quinn, I'm going to say, a little unfair of you. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you something that's going to just infuriate you? Yes. 
Yes. There was absolutely a way that you could see it. No. And you never found it. I'm sure. So that actually goes right into my point of, I was surprised at just how much we planned and how little it mattered. Yes. So, (laughs) yes. We've learned the wrong lesson here. Well, in terms of, I think Constance, the character, has learned from this that uh, planning doesn't help, but Tio, the player, has learned that we, the, our bar for planning is so low that the, the, the <laughs> shittiest plans uh, we pat ourselves on the back about because, hey, they're plans. Yeah. We, yeah. we need to, I think we all need to, like, do, our characters need to do an escape room together and, and kind of figure <laughs> out what, like, good strategy is before jumping into something. That's a good interlude activity. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way we get out of one of those. Oh, (laughs) God. Just get trapped in there for like 48 hours. Well, JR would just end up using her key because she'd get bored. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's very easy to leave. Even like a fucking first aid kit or like an earthquake kit because we went into that basement with no fucking flashlights. (laughs) Yeah. No flashlights. Stony had one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no yeah. Oops. Kyle, you have you're a magic say? key. The end of Instagram backpack. That's kind of like having every item. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Except that we rolled bad on that yeah. one. Well, you know, you could roll bad with a flashlight too. <laughs> I guess that's true. But Kyle, you were you were gonna say? Yeah, Kyle, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna hazard a guess that if we Quinn, if we had brought those little red blue like stereo imagey glasses like they had at old movie theaters is that it <laughs> uh no that polarized lenses that's it oh. so what would have done it tell us all your secrets oh i don't know no, if i should tell he can't it's because no the fun. spider's gonna come back in the finale when we have to fight all the bosses in yeah row. it'll ruin uh, the boss rush like, at the end yeah I think Quinn just made it up. I think Quinn just made up and said, like, oh, yeah, you could totally see the spider if only you'd done the secret thing just to make us so angry. Ah! <laughs> well, there's Quinn. Probably could have used the key. Oh. Viewing the spider or spiderlings through any kind of digital device, camera. like yeah. a camera. Oh. Yeah. God damn it. You know what sucks the worst about this is oh, that that's obvious enough that one of our listeners figured that one out and was screaming at their <laughs> computer or their phone probably like you idiots look well, i'm a vanguard of the millennial moment, so <laughs> i would just argue that in the heat of the moment you don't make the best choices i mean you figured a way around it which i didn't expect which is the beauty of <laughs> yeah and it really is the beauty hey, of like you know this what? game system is you came up with a way of doing it which was to throw flour on it yep. <laughs> was it as effective Probably no, not. No. But- Did we make a mess? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Here's what happened. We would have stumbled into that solution, I think, if Leon was with us, but you kept him out of the whole thing. And then also we burned up all of our phones immediately. <laughs> so we did not have any digital viewing devices for the rest yeah. of the adventure. For several things in this mystery, it was a combination of the sequencing and who you talked to and also like bad roles on investigative mystery mm-hmm. yeah. that led to to not having all the information. But yeah. that's how the game goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone have any other thoughts, questions, concerns? <laughs> oh, I'm concerned for, for my sister, Sarah. Yeah. And I'm concerned about what, Alvin's gonna do with this circle. Hannah, we should talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, JR, first of all, I've got to give we my won't. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because you haven't told me anything. Um, I have to give my key to Stony for a period, and I can't remember, but it was a set period, and then he's gonna get it back to me. Twenty four hours. Leon and I are going to have a chat. That and that will be interesting happen. because I'm on Leon's side on that one. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know what? Uh, the best case scenario is uh, he finds nothing. The worst case scenario is he finds something and, and we know about it. So, you know. Well, the, I guess the best case scenario is he finds something that we didn't know about. But also, well, he's, dating, yeah. he's dating Alvin's moral enemy. So, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I revel in drama. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's an underscore <laughs> for Alvin's hatred of Dorian. I, I guess, honestly, part of why it's easier for Constance to side with Leon on the stony following thing is that Constance also, like, discovered that there's a family member she doesn't know about yeah. uh, that did that exist like the idea yeah. of treachery and secrets is pretty common in her life so mm-hmm. she kind of <laughs> wants to know what's up with the people that we rely on mm-hmm. so uh, a little background check uh, ain't the worst thing especially now stony seemed very familiar with fighting yeah. monsters what's up with yeah. that what is he hi- mm. like? He might be What's hiding stuff that? for totally good reasons, like we hide stuff from others. Yeah, I still want to know it. That's true because the conversation that I have with Stony, you're not privy to, where he was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, this town's super fucking whack. Uh, weird shit and happens yeah, all stays. the time." Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And Maybe he's still <gasps> here. the real monster is Chief Stony. Bum, well, okay. Bum. Quinn furiously writing down. Ah, oh, finally a monster number four. The fourth <laughs> arc is Stony. <laughs> hey, Tyr, is your dad gonna ask more questions? If he's a good dad, he really should, right? He really should, because he'll probably get to work tomorrow. Yeah. And be like, what the fuck what happened the to my know? office? Why is there flour everywhere? There's a flour everywhere, and all the computers are broken. <laughs> Well, Constance, a- did you try to do some weird abstract art? In- <laughs> yeah, I did performance art about how we all need to unplug and get back to our roots. I mean, that's not a lie. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I guess in a way that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, there's, uh, look, I've been putting off some larger family t- dealings, so let's mm-hmm. just add that one to the list of things to discuss. <laughs> Kyle, how are, how are you going to... Uh, what exactly are you going to do with your sister? I mean, Alvin kind of left that up to her. So as where it's left off in the, the last episode was she received a note from presumably the same entity or collective or question mark, question mark, question mark. But last Alvin left it was she was upset because he is a coyote werewolf. You know, he doesn't want to push a confrontation there. He, he kind of left it with... Um, you know, oh, when you're ready to talk, I'm I'm here and I'd like to talk about it. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know. I, me, Kyle is very worried. Oh. Um, me, Alvin, doesn't know about it. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I I hate to move on in that note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone else have any other thoughts? I hear there's a new coffee shop that opened up in Firmament. There's a nice little note. I just made that up. I just thought that would make us happy. I don't know. Um, yeah. JR has definitely... Jenny opened a coffee shop. JR yeah. has definitely replenished the bath bombs. Oh, well, you've got Stan's you. uh, homemade bath bombs. That's right. Yeah, Stan's homemade bath bombs. They're very relaxing, and Ooh, I don't yeah. trust that that is not by something. You should not. Can I erase all my wounds? Yes, sorry. Everyone, go ahead. Oh, thank God. And erase all your wounds. Uh, I do love the idea of you going to a doctor and saying that. Can I erase all my wounds? <laughs> That's how medicine works, right? <laughs> Just run into a doctor's office. Erase my wounds! <laughs> Pardon? Okay. okay, on that note, we have finished our third mystery, as I said, Yay! which means it is time for end of session questions yeah did you conclude the current mystery i'm pretty sure that's a yes yeah yes i'm actually we gonna say big... no well what? Oh, dang. Ah! killing the monster is not the same as concluding the mystery dang. and you all acknowledged mm. that you didn't really learn a whole lot about <laughs> where the spider came from or what its motives were so i'm actually gonna say no on this one all did right do i don't us? like this i don't like this Quinn, um, don't enjoy this. Continue. I'm sorry. You have raised my ire. Continue. I I apologize. I feel like that's happening with some regularity at this point, but <laughs> it's a sign of a good keeper. <laughs> raise gotta, our ire stakes, every once in a while. I gotta raise your ire and raise the stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you save someone from certain death or worse? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes do ourselves count no I, I was expecting someone to say who but yes Stan. you did uh no that was the last arc. Kristen. But you you saved brad 
Oh, and arguably Brett. Kristen oh, as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We did save Stan the also because we told him to run away. He was at Constantine. Yeah, he was at my place. And we yes. locked the spider in the apartment. So it really, we saved the whole town. Yes, you certainly saved uh, at least directly, you know, several people and indirectly, uh, sort of indirectly every boomer who clicks town. on a spam email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we learn something new and important about the world? Hmm. Yes. Yes. It was. Yeah, we got that weird vision at the end. Yeah, and we learned that this is connected to other monsters, particularly yep. like the consensus had the same pixely effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sort of visual distortion that you've seen now three times with three different monsters as they meet their end is a pattern that I think you have observed. So that's a yes. Fair to say a yes on that one. Yeah. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Hmm. Hmm. We learned that Alvin apparently has no fucking morals. What? He has plenty of morals. What? Uh, show, show your work. <laughs> <laughs> Sold out JR to Mr. Spooky Pants out in the desert with the circle thing. I didn't do nothing yet. He hasn't mm-hmm. sold you out. That's fine. Um, I don't think we learned anything new about JR yet. I think we're probably going to get some of that in the interlude, but I am drawing a blank as to something that you would have learned about me, except for that I don't know how to work a phone. We learned uh, Alvin hates Dorian. That's true. <laughs> we that learned we true. all hate Dorian. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. one, two, three. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we learned anything about the hunters. So I'm going to say no to that one, mm-hmm. uh, which means we're at two yeses. So everyone gets to mark one point of experience. Okay. Hooray. So has anyone leveled up? Not me. No. no. Wow. From where we left off, there may be some dice rolls in our future. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a game where we roll dice. So there is, of course, dice rolls in our future. <laughs> it does seem probable. <laughs> We are going to jump in where we left off with the coda. Fuck. As Agent Pax exits their unmarked black SUV, steps forward up to the studio, Fuck. and knocks on the front door. Now, before we jump into this scene, I'd like to know from the three of you, where would you like to be? Would you like to be there, or would you like to be somewhere else? Hmm. Is this shortly after the previous mystery has concluded i imagine that this is probably like a week after okay um jr does what she does after every one of these mysteries which is she has skipped town for a few days if you recall last time she brought back some souvenirs that were not related to anywhere that she said she was but she's not like she always takes a couple days to kind of decompress and get away for a while. So she is not there right now. Okay. Yeah. So you'd like to not be there, Constance, Alvin? Yeah. I think Alvin in this in this week has been doing double duty with his um, service industry jobs, trying to save up and build some money to get a new phone. And Constance? What time of year is it again? It is now late January. So Constance decided to take up a friend on an offer to do like a week-long arts in the woods kind of thing, mainly to be out of the studio while major repairs are happening. So she was supposed to be gone for like a month, but she gave up after a week because it was very, very cold and (laughs) the yurts were not (laughs) heated. Not the best time. No, and... um. Yeah, she's brought back a lot of paintings of plants, mainly weeds, because this place also was overrun with weeds. So it sounds like all of you would like to be not there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone roll 2d6 plus one half your luck. That's um, that's five. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so nine. Seven for me. Okay. So, JR, you failed. Yeah. And Constance and Alvin, you have a mixed success. 
This is a customer move that I wrote. <laughs> Choose whether or not you want to be in the studio or not. Oh, then no. roll plus luck. Yeah. Oh, God, Quinn. <laughs> You're so mean. On a 10 plus, you're where you want to be. <laughs> oh. On a miss, you're at the opposite. Oh. On a 7 to 9, you can choose to be at your preferred location with a complication or at the location you don't prefer without consequence. Mm. JR, you're at the studio. You just got back. <laughs> you're in the process of unpacking your briefcase. Well, I don't know. Would you have briefcases? Probably not. You travel light. Travel but you're on. definitely there. Alvin and Constance. <laughs> oh, now are we there also or not? You can choose to be there without consequence or you can choose to be gone with consequence. This is like midday or early morning? I'd say it is late afternoon. Mm. You go first, you. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I choose to be there. Okay, so you are there without consequence. Yeah. Came home early from the retreat, way too cold. Think you also just arrived? Um, <laughs> I'm on my bicycle in town. So you are not there? I am not there. Okay. With consequence. Mm, I left it a little vague, but my go-to consequence is that someone else is there who's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I think someone from the Daylight Society is there. Jasper. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Jasper. I like that. So, JR, um, you, I think mm -hmm. earlier that day, arrived back from your vacation mm -hmm. to a undisclosed location. Yes. What was your cover location? Oh, um, <clears throat> uh, JR is a big fan of American history, and so she went to visit the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Constance, you also recently arrived back. Why is Jasper there? Yeah, why is Jasper there? Uh, <laughs> He's like is this twice a me as, question. Twice as <laughs> old place. as we are. Um, I mean, it can be someone else from the Daylight Society. I mean, another um, option would be Cecilia, right? Yeah. Yeah. We do owe uh, her an I'm, apology, like a uh, really big yeah, apology. But that's mm -hmm. gonna be emotional and and constance <laughs> is trying to have some like personal growth of her own right now i'll have it be jasper and here's why he is there cool. actually um, i've changed my mind no it's stan <laughs> it's who it's stan for sure oh uh, yeah. yeah oh then he's the he's ultimate fix loose up cannon the place. oh yeah. man yeah He's helping fix up the place. So Constance, you've you've arrived back and, and Stan, as part of his tutelage, is helping you repair your just horrendously run down studio apartment. It might actually count as condemned at this point. <laughs> I mean, if anyone knew how bad it was on the inside, it probably would be. But gracefully, yeah. the firmament building inspector has not come a knocking at your door. I feel like this door. place has been condemned for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> But someone else has come knocking at your door. In the late afternoon, you hear a sharp rap. Hello? Are you opening the door or are you saying this through the door? I'm saying it through the door. Look, we've had a lot of activity recently. <laughs> Thank you, Constance. We're not expecting anyone. <laughs> Thank you so fucking much. Also, before we get this all started, I just wanted on the record that Constance did hand JR three paintings that she made for her. All of them look identical, but Constance insists that they're all different flowers. So just want to put that out there. Okay. The JR has put one. Uh, she has put one above the couch where she regularly sleeps. So oh, and um, I'm going to actually put a, a little extra point on this. JR, I think you are relaxing in the bath after your no! vacation. No! No! Yeah. <laughs> No, this is so harsh, Hannah. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm naked. I will give you a. I will give you a choice. You can be relaxing calmly in the bath with naked. the door shut. Yeah. Or in the living room in the open. Ooh. I'm in the tub. I'm in the tub. Okay. I'm in the tub. At least I can lock you that door, get baby. Your way. Oh God, God, Quinn. Okay. All right. What happens? You you should be very thankful that we're in a fucking lockdown. 
So Constance, you're speaking through the door and you hear a voice return to you saying, Good afternoon, I'm Agent Lamond Pax with the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Are you Constantina Rodescu? How do I know you are who you say you are? If you that's, open the door, I'd be happy to show you a badge. That's my girl. Mm, I'm going to need you to step away from the door and my associate will open the door and review your paperwork. <laughs> and I like motion to stand. <laughs> hey, what's what's going on? Who is it? Uh, I don't know. They say that they're some sort of law enforcement, but like... You see Stan's eyes go wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Um, But look, like... And then he like calms down a little bit. He's like, oh, wait, it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> look, not everything in this apartment is legal. Uh, I kind of like, I look at Stan and I'm like, can you check their credentials? I trust your eye. I got this. And then and as, as moves Stan's up to the doing door. that... Yeah, as he walks up to the door, I go, all right. And I say this loudly because I know JR is in the bath. I will have my associate check your paperwork, law enforcement. Do I do I hear that? I think you do. Okay. We'll, we'll sort of play these out in turn. Okay. Uh, Stan opens the door and Constance, from what I assume is a few feet back, mm-hmm. you see a individual wearing uh, slacks and a suit vest with a nice tie. They have uh, slicked back pink hair. They're a smaller build, but you can tell even through the suit that they clearly have trained physically. They're very physically fit. Uh, and they are holding out a badge that appears to say, even from a distance, Federal Bureau of Investigations. And Stan steps up, looks at it for a couple seconds, looks back at you, nods solemnly, and hands it back. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Stan. Why don't you uh, keep, keep on going? Uh, we're doing we're kind of like counting this hourly right this kind of work going on yeah uh yeah yeah totally hourly right (laughs) all right (laughs) and stan winks but looks confused (laughs) and then walks back (laughs) okay i meant the, the working on the house i'm gonna step outside and you see agent pax kind of look past you at stan as he's walking away and they say are you Stan from Stan's Ski Stand? Oh, no. And he turns and looks apprehensively and nods. And they say, I would be very interested in talking to you later as well. But Ooh. in the meantime, Mm-mm. Constantina Rodescu. Yes, that's me. And I, as I say that, I step outside and close the door behind me. So I'm oh. out in the hall with them. Well, I was going to ask if I could come in, but... I suppose for we can own, talk outside. I'm doing some remodeling, and for your own uh, well-being, I a lot of paint, a lot of smells. It's not a good scene in there. <laughs> so how can I help you? And they sniff the air a little bit. Did you have a fire? <laughs> good it's a very good candle. Anyway, you were saying? Yes, sorry. Apologies, didn't mean to pry in your personal life. I'm looking for a woman in her early 30s. Affinity for fine clothing, sharp features, red hair. Well, that's very nice of you, but I don't have red hair. Scratch the hair. She's been known to change it. She may have introduced herself as Charlie Fairhurst, Angela Brinks, Emma Pendergast, or simply J.R. Have you seen anyone matching this description recently? Um. And as they finish... Saying that, they pull out a old-timey shoebox tape recorder and <laughs> press the play button. Well, first of all, I never consented to being recorded, so you oh. can go ahead and turn that off. Look, I've had some... I was once a, a, a very diligent citizen in this community, and I tried to report a crime that had been committed, and I got just railroaded by the system, so no offense, but... I, I don't take kindly to uh, invasive law enforcement procedures. So you can you can uh, put that away and we can have a chat. I'm terribly sorry to hear that. I do know that local law enforcement can be a bit boorish at times. But Indeed. <laughs> if it makes you more comfortable, I would be happy to put that away. Thank and you. And they press pause on the tape recorder and stow it back in their pocket. 
Yeah, so you were saying about this woman. You know, it's really tough for me to recall because I work, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but I work at... Yes, um, the, the Tourism Bureau. Yeah, <laughs> so I get a lot of people in and out. So I, I don't really know if I can answer your question with any level of real authority because... You know. She likely would have been in possession of an antique key. Like a storage box? Is this first that show where they do the thing where you, you look into people's storage units? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. But the key is okay. an object of significant value that was uh, stolen. And I have been tasked with investigating its theft and bringing... JR to justice. So it's like a historic key that's really expensive. Got it. Got it. Correct. Interesting. So you you haven't seen JR in the tourism bureau anywhere else around town? I don't know, to be honest, I'd have to I, I feel like I have to sit and think about this. Do you have a picture or a sketch or something? Because, I mean, oh, yes. One 30 moment. year old red, we're in a college town. You know. And they produce a police sketch that looks remarkably similar to JR. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this a copy? Can I take this with me and, and, yes, and of course. think about it? Okay. Yeah, you just kind of caught me at a, at a bad time. So I just, uh, I'm going to sit with this and think about it because I do better when I'm not on the spot a little test shy <laughs> I'm an artist not a mathematician um, so uh, I can give you a hint uh oh I spoke with your neighbor Ethel and she mentioned you had a cousin visiting who bears a striking resemblance to J.R. does that perhaps jog your memory at all Ooh, hmm. Look, I don't want to speak poorly of Ethel, but um, <laughs> not the most reliable narrator. She thinks everyone looks like my cousin. Hmm. <laughs> she seemed remarkably sharp for a woman of her age to me. Spoke oh, very no. highly of you. She's No, no, no. She's a wonderful woman, and she's very sharp. I think in general, she just is not great with names and faces you know she confuses people a lot so i wouldn't put too much on that but i will sit hmm. and think with this do you have a card i do and they step forward and hand you a card and they say would you mind if i came inside <clears throat> hey folks quinn here Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 22 of Monster Hour, where our heroes have gotten themselves out of the frying pan and into the fire. But come on, we all knew the heat was going to catch up with JR eventually. Thank you to everyone who's been sharing the show with our friends, uh, only online and not in person, as we all practice good social distancing. We're living in strange and difficult times, and boredom and isolation can be real monsters. It's a great time to get your friends hooked on some podcasts, of course, but it's also a great time to introduce them to tabletop games like Monster of the Week. Even digitally, which is the way we record, it's a great way to take your mind off things and spend some quality time with your friends. And we can all use a little more of that these days. So if you don't already have a game going, give it a shot. Our spooky spotlight this week takes us across the pond to Marsh Haven, where the folks from Brits on Bikes spin a yarn about some precocious kids and their investigations into the sleepy town's strange happenings. In other news, it appears that Marsh Haven is on the up, as those good eggs over at Mondo Corps have done it again by announcing an Hello. 150 new jobs once they open the doors to the Phoenix Plaza. Various boutiques and offices, the plaza boasts a new exhibition space. Famous Pete Mummy and a much-needed cash injection in the local secondary school, Anna Kingsford College. Hello. Look, if you can hear this, then maybe all is not lost. Marsh Haven is not the place that you think it is. It has secrets, and there doesn't seem to be a sane adult in a hundred miles of the place who wants to know. Look, just spread the word. The kids are doing the best they can, but the country needs to know. The world needs to know that... Brits on Bikes is an actual play podcast powered by the Kids on Bikes RPG. 
listen on your preferred podcatcher and follow us on Twitter at Brits underscore bikes. Keep on biking. A final note on programming. We're going to be releasing our bonus Q&A episode on our off week next Tuesday. Seems like a good time to try to keep your podcast queue full. And our next feature length episode will be out on schedule on April 21st. See you then. JR. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, so what all have I heard? You heard Constance announce the presence of law enforcement uh-huh. and the door shut, and that's it. You can't hear what's going on outside. Okay. Well, I am not in the tub anymore. I am also not naked anymore, but I am instead wearing a very comfortable bathrobe. It's very nice, a very soft bathrobe, a light gray color. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've got my hair up in one of those towel turban twisty things uh so it's out of my face and so i open the bathroom door can i hear anything more if i open the bathroom door crack no can i see anything you can see stan is in the living room and he appears to be sitting kind of uh nervously staring at the front door Uh uh-huh now is there another exit out of constance's place constance you tell me there is, but Constance has not told you where it is because it's one of those weird, boony, secret trapdoor things. Fuck. So if you can find it. Is the window still broken? No. <laughs> no, that was repaired. Oh. Yeah, oh. Stan repaired it. Quinn, can I investigate a mystery to see if I can find the <laughs> Actually, why don't you roll to read a bad situation? Okay, it's the same. Yeah. Come on, you fucking dice. Little pieces of shit. God damn it. Okay, that is an 11. Uh, you get to hold three. What is my best way out? So, Constance, where is this secret passage as JR fumbles for an escape route? Well, it would be really easy to find if it was just a simple trapdoor. It is instead behind the toilet. And yes, you must unplug. And unconnect the toilet. There's like a special little switch thing. But you will get drenched. And it will not be clean water. <laughs> and then you must move the toilet, which makes quite a bit of noise. And then you're home free. But hey, no <laughs> one's found it yet. So, oh my JR, God. I'm going to put it to you. What the fuck? <laughs> JR, I will put it to you. In terms of your best way out, you can decide if you find the secret passage or... If you know that there is a window that you can squeeze out of towards the rear of the studio. God, do I want the secret passage? Do I want the secret poopy water passage? (laughs) Now, is it a guarantee that it's poopy water? Yep. This is kind of like, uh, you know how you pack dog food in your emergency kit because you won't eat it until you absolutely need to? Yes. Same principle. Okay, so it is going to be poopy water. (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay? I mean, I'm not wearing a suit, and I can get back in the tub. Thank God for small miracles. (laughs) Yes, I am going to ruin Constance's bathrobe. I'm taking the secret. (laughs) Hold on, let me me get through it. I'm going to take the secret toilet bath. (laughs) Call it flushing yourself. (laughs) I'm going to flush myself. Boonies emergency flush. <laughs> yes. Patent pending. Tio, describe the rest of this passage. Where does it lead? Oh my God, it's going to be like. I'm, uh, I'm giving you a little, the, the narrative reins here since this is your boonie studio and emergency flush. It's like Marat <laughs> well, going you. through the sewers. God. Fuck. So once you pull it away from the wall right. uh, with all the screeching sounds that that entails, yeah, the opening is just big enough that you can kind of squeeze your way through and you have to like push yourself along so you're just covered in bad water. Um, mm-hmm. And Keep going. you essentially tunnel that way for about five minutes and then you end up at a sewer grate and then you basically exit out the back of the building like where like the maintenance and stuff is so you end up at the back of the building you are still visible from some of the windows of some of the apartments though 
So cool. That is something to pay attention to if you are going to try to run away from the building. So JR, did you want to use any other questions as you're tunneling your way out through this side sewer system? Sure. Why not? I mean, you can hold them until later, too. <laughs> okay. Well, I, all right. Uh, I would like to know, are there any dangers that I haven't noticed? There are no dangers you have not noticed. All right. Then I'll hold on. To the my only danger one. is Agent Pax. <laughs> <laughs> so, JR, you emerge from this uh, sewer grate, I think, in the alleyway behind Constance's studio. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there is only one black SUV pulled up towards the front, but you cannot see Constance or, well, you don't even know who it is, but we know <laughs> Agent Pax. Mm-hmm. Constance. Yes. Agent Pax reiterates, may I come inside? I mean, I feel like you're not respecting my boundaries here, but I have a feeling you're not going to go until uh, we sort this one out. So, and then in a much elevated voice, all right, then I guess we're going to come inside. And then I <laughs> fiddle with the door. And then I realize that I actually did lock myself out because I didn't walk out with any keys. <laughs> so I knock on the door and ask, like, Stan to let me back in. Stan, it's me. What's the password? We don't have one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it right. <laughs> yeah. Stan opens the door and lets you in. And Agent Pax moves inside and surveys the area, looks around, looks at all of the oddities that you have, and kind of studies them a bit. And then they move to take a seat at the kitchen table. Stan, why don't you uh, go grab those coffees we were talking about? I'm just going to chat here with our friend. Actually, Stan, if you could stay for this part, that would be just excellent. Mm. And Stan kind of like looks at the two of you back and forth like he doesn't know what to do. (laughs) I mean, Stan, you can do as you please. You're not under any kind of order as far as I understand. And then Stan calmly, not calmly, slowly walks over and sits at the table. I refuse to sit at the table. I stand. So, Constantina, do you prefer something else? You can just call me Constance. Oh, wonderful. Constance. Thank you for making this a simple not acrimonious process. I, I appreciate that. So, and they kind of look around. Does anyone else live here with you? Besides my art and my inspiration? No. It looks well-lived, perhaps as though someone else lives here. Perhaps multiple people. Perhaps your cousin. Are you my landlord or an FBI agent? I'm an FBI agent. Okay, then. <laughs> Why don't we stick to FBI agent questions? Well, if your cousin is living here, that is a notable fact. Sure. It is a notable fact. Continue. (laughs) So, is your cousin living here? Define living. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Do they stay for extended periods of time? This is the best! (laughs) You're being the best! Mm, Not to me. Super not suspicious. (laughs) At all. This is going swimmingly. Agent Pax is. I told them I had an issue with law enforcement. This should be expected. And Agent Pax is smiling at you, but their eyes are quite narrow. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What is the name of your cousin? Sorana. Excellent. And do you have contact information for her? I do, but. I'd love to follow up. I'm not at liberty to give that out, and unless uh, you can give me a reason why you need it, I'm not going to give that to you. Well, to confirm that your cousin is not JR, obviously. That seems like it's more to convenience you than it is to work into my life. So unless you have some sort of paperwork, I'm not going to hand over any of my family information. In the last five minutes, you've gone from respecting my boundaries to basically inviting yourself into my home and forcing my friend Stan here to sit down with that gaze. So I'm not going to give you anything. I mean, I absolutely can and will return with a warrant and subpoena if necessary. I was hoping to simply avoid that. No one here is under any obligation. Stan, you're free to go. I just would appreciate to understand a little bit more the connection between you and Constance and your employee, Alvin, and another figure bearing a strong resemblance to JR at the Winter Solstice Soiree. 
Interesting. And this is all over a key, you said? It's fascinating. Well, yes. Among other crimes committed by J.R. Has she spoken to you about her criminal history? You're again assuming that I know a J.R. Uh, I thought we were talking about my cousin earlier. So how about this? I'll talk to my cousin. I'll see if they're willing to give their information to you. I am not at liberty to give out my cousin's information. I can give her your card and then we can see what happens from there. What she chooses to do is up to her, really. Of course. Mm-hmm. Stan, do you have anything to say about the winter solstice soiree? And Stan, once again, glances at you, Constance, <laughs> nervously. <laughs> he's starting to sweat a little bit. Oh, he's, he's so out of his element. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I go to the winter solstice every year. <laughs> And it's fine. It was fine. It's always fine. It was. F- it's fine. <laughs> so it you were asking. Fine. You were asking about my relationship with Stan. So I, I can go ahead and clear that one up. Stan here is helping me learn how to dive into a new art medium for me. You know, physical creation outside of of uh, painting is something I'm just not familiar with. So. He's helping teach me how to build things, how to get more comfortable with tools, and hopefully make some really interesting abstract pieces, you know? Excellent to hear. A hobby is very important. I would like it to be more than a hobby, but look, we don't need to get into my backstory there. That's That one's on me. Um, oh, please. Yeah. I'm interested to hear more about you. You seem like an interesting person. And they look around again. Sure. Are these... Family heirlooms or yours? A combination. My family has a rich history with pieces of history. (laughs) And they stand up and walk over to... hmm, uh, What's an antique that you just have sort of on display? Like anybody? Um, No, uh, Constance specifically. Okay. I have what is clearly like... For someone who knows like medieval torture devices, they'll immediately recognize it as like a hand crusher. But for anyone else, they think it's like a really fancy bottle crusher from William Sonoma. Nutcracker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they walk over to it. Holy Roman Empire? Yes, you know your history. This is quite rare. It is, yes. My grandmother gifted it to me. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. It's part of the collection she left me, which uh, it's no surprise that I work in the historic tourism society. I'm a big fan of history, both of this place and of the old world. Interesting. Constance, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that we got off on the wrong foot. I have some other questions, but if you would prefer, we can discuss them at a different time. That would be great. And like I said, I will talk to my cousin. I will tell her of this visit and see if she's comfortable with me sending along her information. How does that sound? Yes. Would you do the same for Leon Williams? Sure. Thank you. Can do. I would be very curious to speak with that young man as well. Okay. And what division did you say you were with again? Oh, it's right on the card. Oh, okay. And when I read the card, what does it say on it? The division is Aberrant Events. Interesting. Okay. I kind of, I look at it, I go, aberrant events. Hmm. This is comforting to me. Yes. (laughs) And they do one more survey of the studio and say, well, I should be on my way. Do you mind if I use the facilities before I leave? (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Sure, give me a second just to uh, (laughs) make sure I didn't leave anything weird in there, you know. It's been a, and I, I'm talking like louder as I walk as I walk to the bathroom. It's as I said, I'm going under some renovations, and whew, some things are out of place, not where they should be. And I kind of like quickly yes. open the bathroom door. A lot of things out I, of place. Yes, yes. I quickly open the bathroom door, and I notice. Uh, how much time do I have from opening the bathroom door? How quickly behind me are they? They're not following you. Um, they're just waiting. Okay, I'm happy to roll for this if I need to, but I'd like to push the toilet back in place. I don't think you're entirely out of their line of sight, so give me an act under pressure to see how this goes. Okay. Whew, 
Ooh, that's a three or that's an eight. Ooh. Oh, that's that's different. <laughs> I add uh, three to it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's an eight. So here's the choice. You can get this back in line, but you're gonna have to take your eyes off Agent Pax for a few seconds. And you don't know I mean, that's just a choice you're gonna have to make. All right, I'd do it. Okay. You step into the bathroom and very quickly and discreetly <laughs> realign the toilet. There's still, on a mixed success, I'm going to say there's still like a bunch of water just standing on the ground. Yep. There's a faint odor that's not the oh, best, yeah. but the toilet is is in place and functioning. Uh, okay. Does it appear like has the tub been drained? I mean, I think that's the least of our worries at this point. The whole place is in shambles. Uh, I'm going to say the tub is uh, mostly drained, although it is clearly damp. Okay. And warm. (laughs) JR, what are you doing? That's a really good question. So I'm still in my robe and turby twist. In the middle of the alley. In the middle of the alley, looking a little raggedy. What is the status of my key? I kind of imagine Stony would have wanted it pretty much right away. Okay, so would I have gotten it back by then? You probably would have it back. Okay, and I keep the key on me at all times now. I think probably I have started maybe like wearing it around something on my neck because, you know, suit pockets sometimes break. So I'm going to... Fuck, what am I going to do? I mean, I can get into somebody's car, but I can't hotwire it with a key. I mean, there's a part of me that really wants to steal Agent Pax's car. <laughs> if I go through all this to, to save your ass and then you go stealing their car. <laughs> but you do you. You do you, JR. But wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> oh, that's As my I'm other cousin. I haven't seen jail. them in years. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to steal the car. Okay. <laughs> God, I really, oh. really want to steal their car. I really want to steal the car. No, no, no. Do not steal Agent Pax's car. It's right there. <laughs> it would be so easy. This is the devil on your yeah, shoulder. Yeah, Alvin is the devil on my shoulder, and Constance <laughs> is the angel. I mean, not to steal an FBI agent's car. God, fuck, I really want Alvin to Alvin rides down the street on his bike, rings his bell, goes, wow, that looks like a really cool <laughs> car to drive. I bet that'd be a load of fun. <laughs> Anyways, bad time. See ya. <laughs> ring, ring. Um, Quinn, just out of curiosity, what would hot wiring, what kind of role would that be? <laughs> I just want to know what the odds are. I just want to know what, if I wanted to do it, what it would be. Almost certainly an act under pressure. Act under pressure. Are you sure I can't talk the car into letting me drive? I'm quite sure you cannot charm the car. <laughs> Think of it this way. It's an opportunity to level up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I really want to do this. <laughs> it sounds do like you're going to do it. Okay, do okay. It. At the very least, I'm going like to sneak over and open the car to see if I can see whose car it is. Okay. So yes, I'm gonna use my key to open the car. <laughs> First, give me an act under pressure roll as you try to navigate around Constance's studio, which does have windows oh, without being seen. Oh, God damn it, Quinn. <laughs> okay. And that is a 12. Okay. Wow. Yep. How do you sneak around? How do you pink panther your oh, way around? Oh, it is. It is like like on the tippy toes. Like it is very cartoony. Like looking up and darting around, and like on the balls of my feet. It's it's very uh, Looney Tunes cartoons sneaking. Excellent. <laughs> it's not subtle. Just nobody noticed me. <laughs> okay. You. Uh, sneak around, and you arrive at the unmarked black SUV. What do you do? I use my key to unlock the driver's door. There is a pop, and you can see the lock spring open, and the door swings open. All right. I would like to use my last hold on read a bad situation to ask if there are any dangers that I haven't noticed. The danger here 
The question is specifically, are there any dangers that you haven't noticed? You obviously know the danger of what you're doing. The danger here is that it is late afternoon and you're standing in a bathrobe in the middle of a driveway, Mm -hmm. clearly, (laughs) well, not clearly breaking into, but behaving nefariously next to an unmarked black SUV. This could draw the attention of any number of people and you don't know if you would even know if someone sees you. And you're covered in poop water. <laughs> you don't smell the best. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's the danger that you haven't All right. considered, perhaps? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to steal the car. Aww. I'm not going to do it. I know. I know. I'm not going to steal the car. But before I run away, very like conspicuously, I am going to... <laughs> this is really not a good idea it's fine it'll be good for the story (laughs) um i'm gonna reach into the car and uh see if there's a notepad which i'm assuming there probably is because as an fbi agent agent packs probably takes a lot of notes and a pen and just write catch around backs (laughs) and leave it (laughs) Leave it tucked under the... Oh, God, where do I put it so that it takes them a little while to find it? Um, I put it in the glove box. Okay. And then I shut the door, and I am going to... I guess probably the best place for me to go is the prospector. (laughs) It's going to be a bit of a walk in my bare feet and a bathroom. Yeah. But it's fine. I survived six months in the Alaska wilderness with nothing but a lumberjack and a log cabin. <laughs> I will be fine. Okay. You write this note. <laughs> you place it surreptitiously into Agent Pax's glove compartment. Yeah. And you slink away. Constance. Yes. You finish adjusting the bathroom and you turn around to see Agent Pax is now standing right behind you in the doorframe. Oh, hello there. Um, Is everything all right? May I still use the facility? Yes, uh, at your own risk. Like I said, (laughs) a lot of remodeling going on and the bathroom's a part of it, so yeah. That's fine, I have uh, seen worse. Okay, Um, and then as I'm walking out, I turn to Agent Pax and I go, Agent Pax, you have have family, I presume? Yes. (laughs) I don't know about your family, but... My family, you don't always approve of everything they do, but um, you love them anyway. You know what I mean? And they look at you and nod and say, I believe I do. Excuse me. Yes. And they step into the facility and close the door. Okay. Stan is looking at you. It's like, Constance. Constance, I don't want to go to jail. You're not going to jail. First of all, there ain't no jail that can hold you, given some of the some of the tools you showed me how to make. <laughs> Bust you out. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're right. You're right. I can totally break out of a jail. I got this. I'm Stan. <laughs> that thing you showed me where you freeze metal and it explodes an hour later? Pfft. That county jail can't hold you? Oh, yeah. The ice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I told you, you gotta get that patented trademark it. <laughs> and as the two of you are talking... You hear a faint hum. Like a musical humming or like a machine humming or like a magic humming? A spider humming. Just a faint, not like the Ur spider, but just a faint thrum. And it does seem slightly familiar, but you cannot place it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Agent Pax, you okay in there? <clears throat> yes. I should add, it's not coming from the bathroom. Oh. You can't tell where it's coming from. But as Agent Pax opens the door, it stops. Hmm. They put a bath bomb down the toilet. That's that's what, And but it was like a special. Your toilet is going to explode in 30 seconds. You should run. <laughs> Constance, this has been illuminating. Please do follow up with your cousin and with... Leon Williams. I would be very interested in speaking with them. And uh, if you do see JR, 
I would appreciate if you let me know. Sure thing. If I happen to know someone named JR at some point, <laughs> I'll let you know. Take care, Constance. And take care of this place. And they nod and leave. Ring, ring, ring. Anyways, just riding by. Wee! <laughs> I got another, like, six deliveries. <laughs> you seem busy. You guys seem busy.